Welcome to another episode of the Property Pulse Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Stockbridge. Every episode, we bring you the first principles of real estate, interviews with the identities and influences that are making their mark on the real estate community and bringing you hints and tips that we hope helps you make and save tens of thousands of dollars on your real estate journey. Has the market hit its peak? Well, I'm here to say today that I feel the market has reached a new and unsustainable height of activity. Since COVID restrictions were lifted, open inspection and inquiry numbers have been building. The numbers of people attending new releases over recent weeks has been nothing short of astounding. Agents from around Adelaide and across the nation where open inspections are still permissible have been reporting the same phenomena. Also, all new releases are receiving offers and in many cases those offers are more than acceptable but in the event that they're not acceptable within a few weeks, most vendors are regretting saying yes. And so why is that? Because the tide is going out on listings as quickly as the rush of buyers is attracted to them. This is why I suggest that these market conditions are not sustainable. The pool of buyers is not that deep. It is a lack of stock that is driving this market, not an abundance of buyers. As a result, transaction activity will be at a record low in 2020. It has been trending this way for some time as 2019 was already a record low for transactional activity here in South Australia. So it has been a tight supply that has driven higher prices rather than a huge wave of incoming buyers. I have spoken on many occasions previously about how migration has been supporting property values and the fact that immigration levels have been curbed by COVID and that many vendors still don't feel confident enough about the near term to come to market is creating a perfect storm in our market. Let me explain further. There are six factors driving the real estate market right now. One is a lack of availability. Low stock levels is a genuine issue. It limits choice, makes buyers compromise more than what they'd ordinarily compromise and can drive prices higher. Two, COVID stimulus has created a false economy and many people have not factored in what will happen when the COVID economic support dries up. They are living firmly in the present and buying whilst they still have work and the banks will lend the money. Three, there's been no distress sales for the last six months. And this has meant that there have been tens of thousands of, home, of home, tens of thousands of homes across Australia that would have otherwise come to market either by the homeowner seeking to exit the market or banks recovering their funds. As the bank's moratorium on taking possession on delinquent mortgage holders' properties, and as lenders start requiring people in financial hardship to commence making mortgage repayments, once all of that starts to hit, then you're going to see nine to 10 months worth of motivated vendors hit the market within a very finite window, so freeing up stock significantly. Four, not all buyers buy. In other words, there are plenty of people currently considering buying a home who in the post-COVID recession will not have the capacity to do so. And so many of those buyers in the market now will not actually pull the trigger and end up buying at all. Five, we have been in a per capita recession for some time. So once the stimulus money has flushed through the economy, demand will constrict dramatically. And six, 
immigration. Migration in the post-COVID era is not expected to be anywhere near as high as before and lack of fresh migration due to COVID has meant that those immigrants that would have become real estate buyers within the next few years do not exist now to support the market in the next 36 to 48 months. So I see a near future whereby property will be on the market at exactly, there'll be more property on the market at exactly the same time as there'll be less buyers available. The lingering effects of this are likely to be medium to long term with neither immigration, a growing economy, nor buyer confidence contributing to a stronger real estate market in the medium term. I'm seeing signs of this already in the behavior of buyers. I'm sure the attendances at early opens is the best it's ever been, but those numbers soon fall into a familiar pattern if a buyer is not found early on in the campaign. The good news is for home buyers is that they have a fantastic window between now and Christmas to take stock of the market, whilst home sellers have a fantastic opportunity to take advantage of the hottest selling conditions that I've seen in my 24 years of real estate. Of course, the silver lining for buyers that do take stock, hold off, and can wait back is that in the not too distant future, I think you'll find you'll have more choice, greater opportunity, and that there'll be more value available to you. I've consistently picked where our market is heading more reliably than the best economists in the nation over recent times. But now I agree with the consensus that property values are likely to moderate against the expected shift in supply and demand over summer and 2021 may well be conversely the best buying conditions we've seen in some time. I'm Dave from Real. I hope you appreciate the helpful hints and tips. I hope they help you on your real estate journey. And for more, stay tuned as there'll be a whole lot more coming your way. Once again, a huge thank you to our guest, Jason Carter. It's fantastic to have agents of his caliber on the podcast sharing their secrets with us. Certainly, if you've enjoyed this podcast and you found a home here on the Property Pulse, so please subscribe to ensure that you're receiving notifications of all new episodes as they become available. And I'll look forward to bringing you more next time.